Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about rating the security performance of the Fortune 1000. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Jay Jacobs. He's a senior data scientist with BitSight. Jay, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Tom. So, Jay, BitSight has just done this research into the security performance of the Fortune 1000. And my first question for you is, why is it that you found a higher rate of disclosed data breaches within this group? Is it because of regulatory reasons? Uh, it could be. It's it's hard to, to answer why when we're just looking at data. We can always see the, the correlation, but the, the causation is a little bit more slippery. You know, some of the things could be that perhaps they're, they're larger organizations, so they're bigger targets. Maybe, uh, as a general rule, they're working with more sensitive data, so they're more of a target. Or perhaps it is that regulatory concern that they, they have more of a legal obligation to disclose this breach, and so we're more likely to find it and, and include it in our data set. Jay, more important, I know you've looked at the Fortune 1000 before, so my big question is, are they improving as a whole when it comes to security? I would love to be able to say yes, they are, but uh, unfortunately the data does not agree with that statement. We're actually seeing uh, more of the Fortune 1000 companies decline in performance uh, than improving. We're seeing just over about 100 companies out of the Fortune 1000 having a, a moderate or more decrease in their rating, uh, while only about 50 had an increase. And so uh, more companies we're seeing going down than, than going up, but uh, I, I wish it were the other way. It's really kind of stunning, Jay, because you hear everywhere that cybersecurity is a topic in the boardroom now and security leaders are being asked, are we secure enough? How secure are we? And yet you see these security weaknesses. What are some of the weaknesses that you're seeing within the Fortune 1000 now and why do you think the needle's not moving? Uh, good question. Uh, I think the needle might be moving somewhat, but I think we're just seeing so many things change constantly. So, like, for example, one of the things that we're looking at is just the, the rate of, in the report we call it system compromise, but it's evidence of malware being run on these systems and, and communicating out of the network. So we're seeing that uh, in a little bit higher rate in the Fortune 1000 than other companies. Uh, and so that's that's definitely causing it. Another thing that we're seeing is uh, the sense of open ports or the types of services that these companies are running and offering to the Internet. Uh, there are some services that security people, as they're looking across services, will say, never, no way, don't open that service. Uh, things like Telnet, for example, which is a unencrypted service, and when you log into it, you're sending the password over the, the Internet unencrypted and in the clear. And we're seeing, uh, I think, just over half, about 55% of Fortune 1000 have some form of that service running on their network. And that's, that's a little bit concerning. But things like that, I think, are, are some of the things that they're, they're, they need some effort to, uh, to put in there. Now, Jay, I know you've been in the industry for a long time, and you've, you've studied breached organizations for many years. Well, Going by the latest data, how would you say that the Fortune 1000 compare to other companies throughout sectors? One of the big things, of course, is that they're, they're very large. Um, and so there's a lot of complexity going on. There's a lot of, a lot of moving parts there. And so I think some of these things like Telnet, for example, there's no, no Fortune 1000 that, that is looking at this saying, no, no, no we're, we're okay with Telnet. I think uh, everybody has concerns about it. And maybe there's some mitigating controls, things like that. Uh, but they just have more complexity. They've got more moving parts. And so I think it's a little bit more difficult to to keep a handle on that and essentially to to look in all of the dark corners because there's so many corners to the network there's so many 
you know, people trying to do their own thing and trying to stand this up or stand that up. So to keep your arms around that uh, a large network like a lot of these Fortune 1000s are running uh, is just a, a very, very large task for them. Jay, just to follow up on that, do you feel that Fortune 1000 companies are any more of a larger target when it comes to security incidents, or these days is everybody pretty much equally vulnerable? I think it goes both ways. Uh, we're seeing uh, some uh, some signals depending on the type of attack and the type of things that we're seeing. For example, uh, a lot of the malware appears to be opportunistic. That is, it's just you know blasting things out and trying to get as many compromised machines as possible. And then we see other things, uh, you know, like some of the uh, the things in the retail sector where they're targeting payment cards and things like that, that becomes a little bit more targeted, especially as you get into some of the uh, state-affiliated attacks, uh, going after intellectual property, that's very, very targeted. Uh, and so it really depends. But um, yeah, I think I think for the most part, the larger a company is, the more of a target it is. Um, and that's something actually that we've got on our plate to look in the breach data and see if we can find some correlations with uh, size and, and uh, breaches. Well, let's take a step back for a minute. We jumped right into the data. What would you say are the key takeaways for the Fortune 1000 companies from this new study? What do you want them to walk away with? Several things. I mean, uh, one of the one of the key things that we see driving our ratings is this notion of the system compromises or, or malware and botnet infections, and just being able to to get a handle on that. I think the majority of breaches that we're seeing when when a system compromise is involved in the breach, we're seeing malware, we're seeing unauthorized software being run on systems, and so just trying to get a handle on that, I think, is going to be a huge improvement, and then. I hate to say it because you know a lot of these Fortune 1000 have been doing this for quite a while, but there's still that notion of just going after the basics, you know, just making sure that you're you're not running these unencrypted services or, or that you've got other controls in place, uh, and just some of the basic things that you hear about that we've been talking about in security for for decades now. I think is, is some of the areas just to cover the bases, you know. Jay, certainly BitSight isn't just in the business of delivering research. Where can you help organizations, Fortune 1000 and others, to best respond to some of these vulnerabilities, some of these weaknesses we've talked about today? Well, it's not only, to answer your question, certainly we can we can help out companies understand their own. Uh, we're seeing a lot of things. We're, we're very diligent about the data that we collect, and so we're, we're catching things that companies may or may not be catching themselves. Uh, and, and a lot of companies may be surprised at some of the things that we're able to see from an external perspective. But I think the real value is when we're talking about trying to evaluate your, your third-party connections uh, and people that you're, you're exchanging data with, or that you have some kind of a trust relationship with, being able to quickly assess them and to just get a good temperature check on how they're performing uh, and what they're doing with, with your data I think is a really, really valuable tool. Jay, final question for you. For people that want to know more about this research, where can they see the report? Uh, BitsightTech.com, and it's called the, the Insights, Bitsight Insights. Just go there and look around. It'll be pretty obvious on the homepage. Jay, that's great. I appreciate your time and insight today. Thanks for talking with me. Thank you, Tom. We've been talking about rating the security performance of the Fortune 1000. I've been speaking with Jay Jacobs. He's a senior data scientist with Bitsight. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.